the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so I have to tell you, I did not hear of my next guest until last night when the lovely Honey Bunny sent me a text message. I then started to look into him. The more I looked into him, the more I liked him. It's an interesting system we have in this country. We're told that it is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. However, there is a duopoly, a cartel, that holds off the way in which people can run for office, in particular on a national stage. He is running as a Republican. I want you to hear a little bit about him. I am pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-family, pro-freedom, pro-American worker. I I am anti-woke. I am anti-China. I really do question whether or not we have to send $100 billion over to the Ukraine when we're going broke here. And the reality of life is that we live in the greatest country the world has ever known, and I want to keep it that way. There's something else you should know. He started poor, and he worked his way into the American dream. He's somebody to be proud of. We're going to put him on the grill a little bit and see if we can uh, support him all the way. He is Perry Johnson. Mr. Johnson, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Oh, fantastic, and thank you for having me. Well, you know, I, I, I have to tell you, um, I love your story, and the reason I love your story is that I realize what's happened to our nation is that we've been sold an illusion of a republic. And the duopoly and the cartel system of uh, Republican-Democrat establishments have turned us to where we are today, where the people are stupefied, where they are numb to the fact that the government has been bankrupting us and destroying the quality of our currency, and slowly turning us into that Chicago citizen where, before you know it, your hope is that the mafia likes you. Because the mafia is not two Italian guys talking about Monday Night Football. It's the American Democrat Party specifically and half of the Republicans. That's how I see it. I'm wondering how you see it, because you've been toiling with politics for a little while now. In fact, you couldn't have put it more eloquently. (laughs) Never did I believe that we lived in this system, because I always believed that in America you had freedom and that anything was possible. It was just up to you. And... In fairness, in the capitalist world in which we live, that is true. Because in business, you don't have that. In business, you really do have the ability to go out there, work hard. Well, Perry, when you you, 
When you started, you did. But you have to tell the people you started years ago when you were a young man because you had nothing. And you really came on to an idea that saved the American people a tremendous amount of not just money, but you really made the American car industry much, much better. I mean, I think you should take credit for that. Why don't you tell them your story of how you started your business, which is fascinating to me. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. I grew up in a middle-class family. My parents didn't have a lot of money, but I did have a wonderful childhood. And my parents loved this country. My dad was actually a pilot in World War II, and my mom was a nurse in the Army Wax, and they met in Europe at a New Year's Eve party, which was the biggest break of my life. And from the beginning of time, they told me that in America, anything is possible. Now, it is true that they didn't have the money to send me to college, but I worked in the steel mill and I worked at Lever Brothers, and I ended up getting through college. And then in grad school, it was a little tougher because I was getting eviction notices on pretty much a regular basis. I couldn't pay my rent. And there were times when I literally couldn't even afford a sub sandwich. But I did get through that, too. And I landed a job in the auto industry in the 80s. And that was a time when the auto industries were, they were in tremendous trouble because the Japanese had come in with tremendous quality and they were killing us. And back then, in the auto industry, we used to have people at the end of the line that would check the product. If it wasn't any good, they would either throw it out or rework it. And I knew that wasn't going to work. Now, my background was mathematics. And I knew, I, how to, at least I thought I knew how to solve the problem. And so I left Borg Warner and I started my first company. And what I did was to introduce statistical methods in the auto industry. And I had them actually manually make control charts. But they had computers to be able to compute the moving average and to check variability. They had to actually make these charts by hand. And I taught the people on the line how to make the control charts and the moving average. I taught them statistics. And they used it, and they could then monitor the variation. So we started in the beginning of the process, and we systematically ironed out variation. And you know what? In four or five years, we didn't need those inspectors. We had the best quality in the world. And I said, why not quality as a way of life? And so I had this idea, and I wrote a book on ISO 9000, the quality standard, and it took off like hotcakes. And now Perry Johnson Registrars and Perry Johnson Laboratory Accreditation do business in 61 countries around the world. And, and I, this I, I is the, the key. Dream. This is the key. Because what you did was void of government in, uh, 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 charity, of a government contract, of a government inner deal. What you did is actually save the American auto parts system and manufacturing for that matter. Because here's, the, here's why I like you so much. My grandfather was the number two Delco distributor in Illinois. All right. In the 40s, he opened up a, a little shop called Auto Electric, and it was all about quality. And I remember from the 70s in the UAW when they started to slump and how they were getting their ass kicked by Toyota and Honda and all the rest of it. And I remember the turnaround. I just didn't realize it was because of your system. So you take that system and you make everything better and you make a tremendous amount of money. Why now are you coming off the bench? And is it because you can't stand what you see? The way I do, I'm curious. Yes, because we have the greatest country the world's ever known. I mean, in America, anything was possible. And I admit I live the American dream. I have three boys. I have the most wonderful wife on the planet. I live the American dream. My oldest child started college last year. And I have two 14-year-olds that now started high school. So I'm at a point in my life when I can now do something for the country. I'm not looking for money. In fact, 
I if I'm elected president, I don't need any money. I'll I'll forego. I I'll work for two cents or zero, if whatever they'll let me work. The bottom line is this country is going broke, literally broke. Yes, and, and this. Our way of life will be a thing of the past if we don't stop it right now. See, Think and this about is what's going on. Oh, we are listen, it's my job. Trillion dollars in debt, thirty-three trillion. The number's so vast, people can't relate to it, but they can relate to this. We only collected three point nine trillion in taxes last year, and our indebtedness is over eight hundred percent more than we collected in a year. And our total amount that we're paying in interest right now. Is over nine. We paid over nine hundred billion dollars in interest, which is more than we spent in national defense. That is more than any time in history. And right now, we're having to borrow money at astronomical rates. Do you know you could now buy a U.S. Treasury for over five percent? The two-year Treasury was over five percent today, and you could buy three-month bonds at five point four seven percent. So that means the government's paying over five percent in interest. Yeah. Now, 5% on $33 trillion is one point, work that out, it's $1.65 trillion. So on $33 trillion, we're spending 40% of what we take in in a year just in the interest on our debt if we have to pay those rates. Well, Perry, that you're, is why you're a mathematician. You're a mathematician, so you know it's a Ponzi scheme. You know it's a Ponzi scheme that could not exist if we were not the world currency and we're printing it up unrealistically, we're losing supporters, we're losing countries that used to think of us as a nation that had integrity and had principles. It's obvious we don't. And we have to change the trajectory. I think the only problem you have is that there's a small group of people that get it. The rest of the people don't care because their welfare checks are be- are bigger and the omnibus bills are insane. And they target their spending and they're building their base through corruption. The same way the Chicago Democrat mafia destroyed the once great city, once great county of Cook, of which you were born in, and the once great state of Illinois. So my problem is they took that business model of corruption and they sold it to too many people. And the problem is the Republicans went along with it. What's that? But the only reason we have inflation now is that the government decided to throw four and a half trillion dollars into the economy without any goods and services. Otherwise, there would be no inflation. Yeah, of course. And, and, And we got use in a bipartisan way. And I just played Mitt Romney's retirement speech, which won't take effect for two more years, which I you know, I can't get over. But I, we just played. He was in on every spending bill. He was excited. Yeah. Those were his major accomplishments. So you have sixty to seventy percent of Republicans that are either stupid or in on the scam. You got a very small window. Are they helping you run, or are they freezing you out? And I please keep in mind, I already well, know the that answer. Throws me out. You realize that I made the debate stage based on the qualifications. So I had the polls, I had 54,000 donors, and I met all the criteria that were laid out in order to be on the stage, and Ron Romney calls me at 11 o'clock, maybe it was 11.10 on Monday night after I had finished practicing for the debate, and said that she decided to disqualify two of the polls. So one of the polls, she said she's disqualified because it's the McLaughlin poll, and McLaughlin had worked for President Trump at one time. So therefore, that doesn't count. And then she said the victory strategic. Well, the reason we're going to disqualify that is that it was originally balanced poll. And when they went and sampled, only 38 of the states were actually sampled. Meanwhile, 
she did not have any record on the number of states for the other pollsters. Because in a national poll, when you're only polling 830 out of, what, 100 million? Your probability is exceedingly remote that you're ever going to get an individual, yet alone get even 45 or 46 states. So how many states do most people get? Perry, Mitt Romney's niece velvet roped you. That's all she did. She didn't like the cut of your, your, your jacket. She didn't like your shirt color. And she didn't like what you were preaching, so she kept you out. That's the way I see it. I see it no other way. But the, what, I, what else I see is what a magnanimous person you are and how you stand for principle. You're doing something I think people need to be aware of, and I know you're not going to tell me unless I ask you about it. And that's um, defend them, pack. Because the greatest atrocity in this country is that our opinion is under attack from our government. And we can't have one that the government doesn't have. And what I see when I see the people being wrongfully prosecuted is politically persecuted. And that's what I call those defendants from January 6th. And the time they're given, being from the city of Chicago, where you could shoot into a crowd and walk out on the street six hours after the police get you, is disgusting to me. But you started something I'd like you to tell the people about. Well... I live in the state of Michigan, and these 16 people that are accused in Michigan are not activists. They're just people that love this country. They volunteer their time, they volunteer their efforts, and they go out there, and they're not, they're not doing anything wrong. They just are out there doing what they're, what they're asked to do, because if there's a problem in the courts, and the court happened to rule that these elections were not run properly, then... We have to have some electors. And that was all that happened. Now, these people uh, are just suffering because we have many of them that are living on Social Security. Well, they're older Their people. Income might be yeah. forty or 50000 a year, and they can't defend themselves. They don't have the money. So it costs one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000 to hire an attorney to defend them. And they just can't afford it. These poor people are really desperate. So you start crying so desperately. You start the defend them pack out of your own pocket. You start it, and you're willing to match donations. I'm willing to match up to a million dollars to support these people because, frankly, it's a travesty what's happening. It is just not right, and everybody is entitled to a defense. And we can't start using our legal system as a weaponizing tool. It's really it's what they do in Russia. It's what they do in China. It's what they do in a communist country, not America. Perry, I have to tell you, I like you. I like that you're rubbing it. And I tried to look into your background. I tried to look in your background, and I tried to find something that I could tear you apart on, because that's what I did with Vivek Ramaswamy, the pump-and-dump biotech scam that he had. I think it's a, it's, it's a shame. And the only thing that I disagree with you on, I only disagree with you on one thing, and that was I saw you interviewed, and you said you'd support whoever the Republicans Put forward, And the reason I disagree with you is I'm fully aware that you will be velvet roped, that you will be put on the sidelines, that you will have the very party that is supposed to be fighting the mafia do what the Illinois Democrats do, protect their own so they could get a corporatist fraud like Mitt Romney in there. That's my only disagreement in the whole thing of Perry Johnson. What's that? What's that? You really think... We're going to be better off having Biden in office. Oh no, bro- for Perry! Four years? Of course not. Of course not. But what I also think is that our electoral system, after what I saw on 2020, has been bastardized, and there is very little integrity except 
in very well-run states. You want to know something, Perry? I'm to the point now where I'm an advocate for either changing the name to the USSA, because we are a Soviet society and that's the way the Democrats like it, or we implement strict and absolute voter integrity laws. Otherwise, I'm really not going to get that excited about 2024. Because one thing I learned being a Chicago Democrat, it's like, it's like Stalingrad. The results are what they tell you they are. <laughs> so I want you to just say, you know, you'll come down here to Florida with me and, and, and make red states redder because the reality is these blue states like the corruption. That's why you see what you see before you. Well, look at what, look at Michigan. Look at what happened. I know. I know. I can't believe you like the cold up there. You should at least come down here for the election. But in oh, the meantime, actually, no, I, we have no, probably the most magnificent summers on the planet. I know, I know. They don't, they don't get a lot better. And, I, you know, I grew up in Chicago. So you and I both know that if you lived in Chicago, when you moved to Michigan, the, the climate almost seems like you're in Florida. Yeah, I just hope you're not in the south part at a tavern at that stray dog. You might bump into it daily, and that'll ruin your meal. In the meantime, where can the people go to find out more about you? Uh, well, thanks so much. Uh, it's been really quite enjoyable. But we have a great country, and let's not give up on the country. No, I'm not going to give up. Uh, and what, remember, remember, once America's gone, there is no more America. No, I agree. Well, it's guys like you that'll save it. There's no question in the kids you're inspiring that you have, that you're showing them how to do the right thing. Now, I know about PerryJohnson.com. Is there anywhere else the people, the listeners can go to support you? Uh, yes. Yes, you've got DefendThem.net is where you donate to defend them. And if you go to PerryJohnson.com slash backstage, you'll get to see the reality series that I was running because I wanted people to see what it's really like running for president. And it was on Newsmax every Sunday at 9 o'clock. So the reality of that is that it is an amazing kind of experience because the people in America are really wonderful. Yes. So the people are wonderful. We have to make sure that we don't have the powers to be deciding our fate. And now, unless you're part of the establishment, they don't want you there. Nobody wants me... Because I'm funding my own campaign. I'm not beholden to anyone. And what I want to do is cut their power because I want to shrink the government. The government has too much money, too much power, too much influence in our lives. And by the way, they spend every penny in their budget every year to make sure that they get more money the next year. And that is not a reasonable way to run anything. And you know what else I love about you? One thing, I criticize Trump on a lot of things. But the one thing I loved about him, I loved a couple things. His energy policy I thought was fantastic. I loved oh, his foreign policy. Doubt. I loved his foreign you policy. my book, Two Cents to Save America? We should yes. be making as much oil as possible because nobody in the world does a better job of extracting and refining oil than the United States. In fact, the environmental standard is ISO 14,000. I wrote the book on that. And yeah. a lot of the stuff that you're reading is just complete BS because in the United States, when we extract and refine oil, they don't understand how good of a job we do. And when we ended up buying from Russia, we ended up contaminating the earth. Because when they go and do their work, it's, it's so bad. In fact, when they convert to natural gas, natural gas, they put five times the amount of methane in the air than we do. And yes. yet, that was our approach. 
So when we stopped the drilling on federal lands and we had to take Biden to court, we hurt the earth. We hurt everybody. And then we ended up giving them $61 billion to fund the war in Ukraine. And so then we say, okay, we're now going to defend Ukraine. And we give them now it's up to $140 billion. And we're blowing up everything. No plan. We have no accounting for that money. This is nuts. And you believe in diplomacy. You don't want to be in war, right? Of course. But I will tell you, I want you to think about it. Is it even reasonable to give somebody $140 million and not have any accounting as to where that money's going? Perry, I knew, they were gonna, I knew they were going to give him money when Joe Biden was vice president and bragged about how he was manipulating that corrupt country. See, the former Soviet Union is corrupt, but I don't want to see mayhem and war. And the other thing I don't want to see is the American government put our boys at risk in a sneaky nonsense war between oligarchs. And from what I can tell, I think you're uh, aligned with me. Of course. What about what is it going to be like Afghanistan where we go to war for what was it almost 15 years and then we just 20. leave all the equipment over there, 50, 60 billion dollars in equipment for the enemies to take. And then we let 13 of our people die because we decided to get out of there before we even protect them. Perry Johnson dot com. I'll tell you what, Perry, I like you. Thank you very much for making time for me. Well, thank you very much and enjoy life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.